Thanks for listening to this podcast of Bet MGM Tonight. Our show is live every weeknight from 7 to 11 p.m. Eastern on Odyssey radio stations around the country, odyssey.com, as well as the Odyssey app. Let's talk some conference futures in college hoops and try to make some money for the people. Who would like to go first? Go ahead, T. Craig. Take it away. No, I'm going to go. I'm going to. I'm all right. I'm going to take it first. I'm going to take a chill pill because I already did this last week. I went in very much in detail to UCLA and the Pac-12. I went very much in detail with Alabama, so I'm just going to chill. I'm going to chime in for y'all. I'll go last. Okay, I'm going to look at the futures. I'll go ACC then to start, and obviously there's a lot going down uh, with the Duke program today. We're going to see them tonight, and is everybody going to go tonight for Duke despite the DUIs? and Everybody playing. Whatnot? Okay, so that is going down. Everybody's active. They're up big right now. I'm looking at Duke. They're 14-1 to right now to win the national championship. And as I scroll down over at BetMGM and I go down to the uh, conference odds, which you could always find at the conference odds, you go to ACC and Duke is still sitting there plus 250 right now, the overwhelming favorites to win the ACC. Carolina's four to one, and I think that's an interesting pick. You got Florida State five to one, Virginia six to one. Other than that, probably, I mean, you could look at maybe some value with Louisville nine to one, but I probably wouldn't play it. It's, it's hard to go against anybody. Um, but Duke right now, we saw what they could it do in the champions class against freaking Duke and coach K's last season. I mean, they're ridiculous, man. Like all five of their starters probably go into the league. They got Mark Williams, who has a seven foot six wingspan. Um, they got Wendell Moore, who's six foot six has a six eleven wingspan. So that's the thing. Everybody in that starting lineup can not only get you buckets, but everybody could defend as well. Uh, I don't know if you guys knew this. It's actually coach K's last year. It's his going away party. So I really do like uh, like Duke. And I haven't really been impressed with the ACC as of yet, but you got Carolina, and they've looked pretty good. Obviously, no real Roy Williams anymore, but they have uh, Caleb Love there, Dawson Garcia, who I really like, and they have Leaky Black, which I think is probably the best name in all of college basketball. So a little bit different than your father's Carolina team, uh, using a lot of uh, ball screens now. And their offense, a little bit different than what you saw, but they're going to be probably running and gunning the majority of the season. So I wouldn't hate them four to one. And then you have Virginia Tech, Mike Young, um, solid coach there. I like Storm Murphy. So maybe a solid play right there. For me, it'd probably be Duke as boring as that is plus 250 because I kind of like Duke even to win the national championship this year, 14 to one for Coach K. But it's hard to bet against Gonzaga right now. Plus 550. Mark Few also, uh, if we're talking about DUIs, I don't know what it is with DUIs these last couple of weeks in college hoops. He's coming off one, already served his two-game suspension. They looked really good against Texas. I made the unfortunate mistake of betting Texas plus eight in that game and the under, neither hit. Uh, they're tough to bet against right now. Michigan's 12-1. Gonzaga, Gonzaga in their conference, they're minus 10,000. That's so dumb. They win. don't even play against anybody in their conference. If you though. think BYU is good, though, they're good enough to overtake Gonzaga. You're going to have to go, uh, well, you get plus 800, 8 to 1 odds. St. Mary's, 15 to 1. Yeah, it's never going to happen. Drew Timmy's out there combing his mustache live after every intermission and just sell. Like, I've never seen a team just enjoy beating the crap out of people more than Gonzaga. And then they always come back to the locker room and preach, you know, we got to get better. No, you guys don't got to get better. You fly through the regular season every single year. Okay, how about you guys just lock in for the po- – I would start – I would. you know what? I, I'm going to say it. I would start load managing my college basketball players, man. I need them to show up when it counts. I'm tired of these guys just rolling through the regular season, not playing anybody, and then choking when it matters the most. Now, this is going to be the season, of course, where they do win it all. 
Who's that? Zach, the Zags? No. I said that last year. No. I said that last year, and they yeah. did not. No, do it. like every no nobody is really on Gonzaga this year. But they will be because they are. You know how I know everybody's on Gonzaga because they are the odds-on favorite to win it all. They're at plus five fifty well, no, to win it all. That's what I'm saying. Gonzaga is always the favorite to win this thing, but after last year and them going undefeated until the last game of the season, like that's what I'm saying. Like and we all look at this team the same way. The team's consistent every single season, and then they're going to choke in the end. This is the year where people are, all, are looking at them. Primarily in saying, I have some questions about Gonzaga this year. I don't know. If she, are they too young? They lose Jalen Suggs. They lose Ayayi, who's also playing for the Washington Go-Go. Shout out to the Go-Go, who are undefeated. By the way, can I just really quickly say, speaking of the Washington Go-Go, I ran into Greg Monroe today on 14th Street. Greg Monroe just added to the team. In Washington? In Washington today on 14th wow. Street. He plays really? for the Go-Go. Can I just say how it all ended up happening, too? It might be inappropriate, but I was walking down the street. Shout out to Moose. And I'm literally like just, I look up from my phone. And there's this very scantily clad girl in a scantily in clad. a one piece like jumper made out of like velour. It's thirty eight degrees. Outside. I know. And I was like, man, first of all, what a bold fit at thirty eight degrees. Two, she's got a dunk. That's very rare for the DC. What is she up to? She kind of looked like Kay Lonnie. She's holding hands with some guy, and the guy's seven feet tall. And I look over and I go, oh snap. That's Greg Monroe. Greg Monroe. And I was like, does he even play basketball anymore? He Found does. out he's part of the Capitol Go-Go. I didn't know that. I kind of forgot all about Greg Monroe. You know, Greg Monroe has made $80 million. I even I dug say, deep into this. He's made $80 million in his career. I, I didn't know the exact number, Greg but he made, himself a, he, he made himself a lot of money. He got himself the bag. The Washington Go-Go had one guy over 6'10", and it was James Ichinike. So he needed a center. Why he, wouldn't he go overseas? He just he came from overseas. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. So we got Memphis on this screen right now. Uh, I'm going to throw Duke on here, but do you think that if, if any team does match up with the Zags, let's say tournament let's just talk long I run i think it would be maybe duke just because of the depth that they have off the bench you got somebody UCLA. like theo john who i was watching the game the other night and i was like i feel john's still playing college hoops i thought he was still at marquette that's the crazy thing about the transfer portal obviously just i got done talking about Dar- dawson garcia at carolina i mean he was just at marquette as well so yeah. marquette lost everybody which is weird when wojahowski left i don't know why guys wouldn't want to stay and play for shaka smart um so I feel like Duke would probably match up the best with the Zags, but I know plus two fifty is boring. Uh, is taking Duke for the ACC, but you have the narrative with Coach K. They obviously I have the best it. team, and they haven't lo- won the conference in ten years. The last time they actually won the ACC was in two thousand and ten. That was the John Shire team that won the national championship. So it's not like they win it every year. It's been a whole decade. Coach K's last year plus two fifty is decent value. It'd be it'd be them or Carolina four to one, but I need to see more. Of like all of these teams in the conference, really, I've watched two games of everybody. Same, you know, same. Everybody exactly. was on Texas and thinking they were going to be uh, such a great team, and Gonzaga just wiped their feet with them and literally had their third stringers in there shooting up threes for the last five minutes of the game, like it was nothing. I feel like this is the hardest year ever uh, for me, like looking at futures for college hoops because of the transfer portal, because last year, because of the product, because of the you know the pandemic, you had all these dudes that return. Um, you know, some guys have left, obviously, but I just feel like last year we didn't really get a good read on anybody other than Baylor and Gonzaga. That's why I was watching all season long. Like, you knew those two teams were meeting in the national championship. They were supposed to meet early on in the season, and COVID canceled the game. I thought the Zags were going to roll them. I was on them all season long, and then uh, Davion Mitchell happened. So, for me, if I'm making any bets, it's probably like the top teams right now, which is really boring. Duke, I do love watching Memphis, and... uh you know, we'll see what Kentucky does Memphis once they is, get some experience. Memphis is sort of like low key, uh, chalky too. Like they are one of the ha- have one of the worst odds to win it all. Like for them to be as young as they are to be, I think I saw plus twelve hundred or you got plus two guys are going straight to the league plus fifteen hundred. Yeah, I get that, but 
in in a title run, maturity, depth, coaching, experience for sure matters. Like, yeah, athletes for sure help, but you definitely need continuity in March Madness. And especially like it's changed so much, you know. Even with the one and dones, like every year. I mean, we talk about the Zags and like last year Baylor, but that's why a lot of these mid-major teams are the Cinderella stories that go to the Elite Eight, like Loyola, like because they have guys that stay all four years, system type players. And uh, that matters in college hoops now. Experience does. Every once in a while, you'll have that run like they had at Kentucky with AD or the yeah. mellow run at Syracuse where a freshman just dominates in the tournament. But, I mean, usually it's the best teams in college basketball. Well, and you talk about Duke. Like, Paolo legit is in trouble. Like, I know. That's why I didn't even bring him up. Aiding, he has been accused of aiding uh, a DUI, which means, hey, son, how much have you had to drink? Yet he's I've starting had, against Garden. Like, how is he starting this? They need to, I guess they need to go through the process. He's gonna, like, can we be honest? He's going to beat it. That's why. Probably going to beat like, it. Uh, but like, are, why are we acting like this is such a beautiful sport and the NCAA is going to come down yeah, and they're going to be yeah. uh, just judicious in how they approach this thing? He's probably going to beat it. And we're going to forget all about it. It's like the people, that, guys, it's like the people that believe Zion was going to class. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> like, and also, the, the whole Nike thing with Zion, like that was a huge deal for like three seconds. And then Zion, now he's just sitting on the bench fat, but he's still wearing Nikes. Like, I, I don't Dude. understand what we're talking about. And we now we're looking at the NCAA. We've got, they're showing you how seriously th- they take DUIs. To start the season, we had two players. Of, of note, suspended two games for DUIs. Mark Few is suspended for two games against teams that nobody had ever heard of, and then as soon as they played Texas, it's like, oh, there's Mark Few. I just yeah. watched this That's video. That's what I'm saying. Like, like, what does a DUI mean to the NCAA? They they literally took more action against, what's my guy from uh, Illinois? Kofi. They Kofi. take more action against Kofi for getting bread. Well, in, in- He was sober just signing autographs and kissing babies. Like, oh, you can't do that. NIL's not here yet. And then the guy who's driving drunk and recklessly is like, oh, two games and you get back in here and we, you better be ready for the uh, the tournament. Yeah, and that's the like, thing. Why like, are we acting like, oh, he's like somebody's going to be in real trouble? Well, they I didn't would kill say a this. man. And I then would, if you do kill a man, you back on the sidelines. I would say this, that that level of protection only applies to certain players, certain conferences, certain teams. It's Duke. And that's what I'm saying. I was about to Duke, say, Duke is the, the no, number no, no, one on that list. No, you're 100% right. Yeah. yeah. There have been players that have gotten DUIs who have been kicked off the team. Like, Bunch of guys played for Cincinnati, got kicked kicked off the team for DUIs. But Cincinnati's not Duke. And the players that play for Cincinnati aren't Paolo Banchero. Like he is in Coach K's last season. And Coach K's <laughs> People also forget. This is last year. This is no, no, last no. year. I don't think anybody's I, I, actually brought that up except for us here on Bet MGM. But no, my not only there. is it Coach K's last season, who was the person who got caught drinking and driving? Coach K's grandson. Yeah. That was Coach K's grandson and they're both his tonight. his daughter is the head of the athletic department Don't they have taxis or ubers at duke didn't jj reddick get his dui at duke not as cool as a lamborghini dog come on bro he's like 18 driving a lamborghini truck wild man forget literal arts who cares about a black car i'm trying to stunt yeah i mean he's not gonna be that long miss a couple games he'll be back for the Listen, t- at least for blame the tournament it on the henny and then he'll, he'll get drafted uh top 10 overall well we'll all forget about it we'll have a few uh draft experts say you know question about his character because he did have that dui early in his and then he'll get drafted in the top 10 and be shouting out everybody who helped him get well, to where he no, got. He lied about his friend drinking too much because Paolo hadn't. Oh, he's not going to be suspended at all. No. Yeah, he didn't do anything. He literally, well, he lied to, to police. He said, no, my friend, I didn't see him drink, sir. And they're like, well, he's blowing point whatever. Oh, I thought he blew some points. No. Oh, yeah, Duke's this, up 58 to 29, by no. the way. This guy's I mean, actually going to play more basketball than usual now. They're, they're <laughs> favored by about 90 points right now. Oh, and he has uh, five points and six boards only in the game. But he's barely playing. I mean, they're up 
what, so nearly 30 points right now. My breakdown on the Pac-12 is pretty simple. UCLA, UCLA, UCLA. Right. UCLA is possibly the best team in the country. Not only – you talk about who could beat Gonzaga. You know, the teams that beat Gonzaga are teams with athletes. UCLA could have beaten Gonzaga last year if it wasn't for Jalen uh, Suggs' prayer. Best moment of the tourney. Best moment of the tourney. They would have won that game, and they should have. Johnny Jazang is it looks incredible. This team has a ton of athletes and a ton of depth and a lot of maturity. So I like your conference better. I, I hate my conference. So with your conference, so with UCLA, that Nova game, like that proves that why. Proved me. I hated how everybody going into the season was like, was UCLA okay? They were a bubble team all season long, and then they got hot at the right time. So are we overhyping UCLA? Well, no, because they have Villanova. they have three dudes in the starting lineup that can know. go out and get you twenty whenever they want. Villanova probably should have won that game. No, no, no. no they but that, but that's what I like no, about UCLA. They, they literally see lost that's, that game. that's what I like about UCLA. They could go down double digits. I mean, they should have. No, you're right. They were down what seven with yeah. like a minute twenty to play in that literally, game, whatever it was. Just, but literally, like but they Villanova, could just go on. literally just they could just go on wrong. But here's the thing. It's literally Connor Gillespie shooting threes from everywhere. If he goes cold, night night sleep mask against almost anyone. The thing is. Great it's last name. Still Gillespie. And it's still Nova. They great, great last name. They great really player. should have won that game. He's man. choking. 